Welcome to Haunted Hospitality, Southern Stories Told by Spooky Gingers. I'm Robin. And I'm Zoe. And I alone have a story for you today. Uh, We're going to stop that eventually. Oh, yeah. The next episode, it'll probably <laughs> we'll be We'll totally fun. forget that the Haunted College Tour ever happened. Until next August. When we scare you with more things. Exactly. But right now, it's mid-September, so we're getting to business. <laughs> yes. So, Robin, how's life? Uh, it is good. It is good. So, okay. We were literally five seconds talking about how you got a banjo experience? No, 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 no. It was not a banjo experience. It was okay. like a banjo-adjacent experience. Oh, okay. It was a funny thing. This technically didn't even happen in the South. But I was, if you remember, I went to West Virginia this summer. Okay. And I was in the car with my friend. And my friend accidentally had her, her GPS set to, I want to avoid the toll roads. Okay. And unfortunately, if you're going to West Virginia like we were and you want to avoid the toll roads, it means that at midnight you are going to be driving with very little gas among mountain, curvy, steep, windy roads in the middle of nowhere with Woo. no street lights possible. So we were terrified and careening along mountain roads like da 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 And I actually can't finish that tune because it is from a song. And so my friend decided it would be funny, and actually it was hilarious. It's one of my favorite <laughs> memories from the trip to put on The Devil Went Down to Georgia over oh, my car's no. Bluetooth. And we didn't sing along to the words, no. But we sang along to the banjo of it all while I was just <laughs> speeding trying to get to a gas station that looked vaguely lit and vaguely safe. And so we were just go- both going... Around bends, and I realized I had not yet said that on this show. And I just need everybody to know that that's how I spent one of my Friday nights this summer. (laughs) Also, it was a little bit terrifying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got to a gas station, and you know how I knew they were good? They were playing. um, Taylor Swift. No. uh, They were playing. uh, Ed Sheeran. No. God. Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. And I, oh. I heard Stevie Nicks and I was like, oh yeah, this is a place. Okay. It's a place. Anyway, that's how my life was, what, two months ago? Anyway, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, I just went on a major rant last episode. So. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll keep it more mild this episode. But I do want to say I've been getting into Lego building recently. So by that I mean I have two unopened Lego kits sitting there, and I've just been waiting to. So you purchased the idea of Lego building. I have not purchased. Kari has purchased after seeing me in Target pining over them. So one of them. Oh, that is strategic, Zoe. It was not manipulation. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So one of them is. So they have the uh, Lego has a Harry Potter series, as anyone who knows Legos know. But they actually have these four sets, and they look like books. And there's one for Slytherin, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, and Ravenclaw. And if you open the book, it's like a set in the book. So I have the Slytherin Slytherin (laughs) one, and if you open it, it has like the potions classroom in it. Oh, that's fun. Yes. And then for my birthday, Kari got me the bonsai tree. Now, I'm grinning maliciously because the bonsai tree has two options. So they give you the build for the tree, but you have two different types of trees you can make. You can make a normal green tree, mm-hmm. or you can make a flowering tree that's pink. Okay. But the secret is that they had green leaves, but they did not have pink leaves. And it would have been too expensive for Lego to create a whole new set of pink leaves. 
So instead what they did was make pink frogs. Okay. So there's pink frogs that are supposed to be the flowers on the tree. But that was what, weirdly cheap of Lego. I know, right? <laughs> but I love it. I can't wait to put together my pink frog tree. I'm so excited. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm actually, the reason I haven't done it yet is because I'm tempted to actually stream it on Twitch. Oh, plug yourself. Yeah. I mean, I don't know my Twitch name. I think it's iZurge. Well, one would hope. Yeah, I think it's iZurge, but I'll figure it out. But I'm hoping to be able to start, like, streaming those on Twitch because, like, when I was little, I would be given a bucket of Legos and I would be like, I don't know what to do with this. Mm -hmm. But when I'm given a bucket of Legos and then I'm I'm given a booklet that says, step one, take these two pieces and put them together. I go crazy. If I can, if you tell me what to do, I will do it. I love it. But if you're just giving me a box of Legos, I'm like, I, I don't want to do with this. Okay. I am very non-creed. <laughs> you are very creative. When it comes to Legos, my brain just stop, stops. Okay. But yes. So that's my life update. I can't wait to put those together. Okay, cool. But Robin, yes. you have a something Southern for us? I do. Mine is not the typical something Southern that we do, but one of the things when we were originally creating the concept for the show and what something Southern was, was to broaden the scope of it a little bit mm-hmm. and do just important Southern things. Right. Which is also very vague. But there was a piece of news that I came across a couple weeks ago that I wanted to share with you all. Um, and I looked up an update this morning, and it is more about environmental devastation in Georgia. Yay! Yay! So, <laughs> uh, if you remember, episode one took place on St. Simon's Island, Georgia, which is where Mary the Wanderer wanders. Off the coast of St. Simon's Island, Georgia, you have the St. Simon's Island of Sound, which separates it from the other burial, bur- not burial, <laughs> barrier <laughs> island. See what this show has done to me (laughs) barrier island known as jekyll island now i was visiting in december of 2019 saint simon's island and as i often do when i visit i went to the rocky shore to look at the sound and i see a big ass ship out there on its side and i'm like why is this big ass ship on its side Uh now this big ass ship is called the golden ray and it had left brunswick brunswick Lord. (laughs) It had left Brunswick in September 2019 and capsized and caught on fire Oh, in the St. Simons Island Sound and has since been chilling there. Nobody's been... In November 2020, they started trying to get it up. Okay. And I was scrolling through the news app on my phone a couple weeks ago, as I do, and I came across an article that was like, it is now leaking oil. Oh, yay. Yay. So I I read it and I was appalled because the oil, one, you could smell the oil from the shore. Ooh. Uh, It was coming up on the beach, on the rocks. It was obviously very dangerous for, I mean, if you were considering it from a tourism perspective, bad because people can't swim. Right. Uh, Worse because animals live there. Yeah. Uh, but good news is, uh, as of a couple weeks ago, they have the situation and the oil contained. It is no longer leaking oil into the ocean. But anyway, I just wanted to let everybody know that that was going on. 
it's like one of those things where it's like you mess up and you're like, eh, I'll fix it later. And then you never fix it. And then the consequences just get worse. And that's when you're like, ooh, I need to fix that. And it's like, you should have fixed it two years ago. Yes. So, okay. To, it's not to be fair to them. It is to lend a bit more context to the situation. It was in the process of, because they were breaking the boat down to remove the boat bit by bit. Think what happened with the Suez Canal and the Evergreen ship, except it didn't block the St. Simon's Island Sound, but it also couldn't just be tilted, like they kind of were able to tilt it with enough force. Right. So they were trying to break it down, remove it piece by piece, and it was in the breaking down of it and the movement of it that the oil started to leak out. Yeah. So it was in the trying to help it that it ended up being very bad. But also, what is up with all these ship malfunctions lately? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that that ship is actually on its way back through the Suez Did you canal? see my Instagram story yesterday? Yeah. Maybe. There uh, was um, the cut on Instagram. I love them. And it was just the ship and the headline said, nevertheless, she persisted. <laughs> I put that on my Instagram story. <laughs> I, I saw it on TikTok and they're like, if I was the captain... I would know what I have to do, but I wouldn't know if I had the strength to do it. Because everybody's like, how funny would it be if yeah. on the way back it got stuck again? I mean, that would be hilarious. I mean, Don't terrible. do it. Don't do it. I'm sure right. it messes with international trade, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, this is not an international trade podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. So I forgot about that. That's I my other podcast. One... That would be amazing. <laughs> Imagine just whipping out that information and blindsided me yes i almost want you to follow through now you have to start an international trade podcast now you know what it would be it would be 20 minutes of me talking about it and then 30 minutes of me falling asleep because you just tuckered yourself out with because because yeah bored that's the Uh, part yeah okay 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 that is not my special interest Murder is, however. Would you like to get to the story? Yeah? Oh my god, that was dark. <laughs> but okay, yeah, begin. Okay, so now that we're laughing, um, content warning. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I, uh, I, I, there's no good way to transition to a content warning. I know. There's like, because we're no. always like giggling and laughing, and then I'm like, oh, by the way, murder. Yeah. Ma- yeah. That's the thing about having a podcast with dark themes. Yeah. Imagine if we had a movie podcast. I think we should do a movie and literature podcast on the side if we ever, you know, don't have a busy life. <laughs> I don't foresee that happening. <laughs> okay, but back yes. to the story and the content warning. So the content warning, suicide. Mentions of sexual assault and just general a person who's not really mentally sound, mm-hmm. if that upsets you. But yes. So, this is a story that I believe is somewhat well-known, but not always well-known. Like, I feel like people know the title, but they don't know the story, you know? I didn't know the title until you told me the title. Okay. I know nothing else about it. Okay. Well, I am going to cover the selfie killer. Mm-hmm. We have to be- start at the beginning. Where else? <laughs> In medias res? <laughs> exactly. So, Amanda and Rex Taylor were married when they were 19 years old. Hmm. They met in the ninth grade, and they were inseparable for years. They both dropped out of high school when they found out she was pregnant. Oh, okay. So, sh- they have two kids, a boy and a girl. 
Was she pregnant with twins or did one happen after the other? One happened after the other. Okay. Um, at the time that this story takes place, one was seven and the other was three, I believe. Mm-hmm. So a good distance between the two of them. Amanda and Rex both had a fetish for murder, blood, and gore. I was able to actually find Amanda's Tumblr. Mm -hmm. And so I was actually able to scroll through that. So Amanda had fantasized about being a killer, a serial killer specifically, and often wished she could make that fantasy a reality. Uh. There's one photo that you'll find when if you Google of Rex with fake blood across his throat, smiling while Amanda's behind him with a knife in her hand, smiling. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, on her Tumblr, she has many posts which depict violence, guns, knives, often coupled with sex. So there was one gif of girls in bikinis running around with guns. Uh, There was one gif of a woman who had her mouth duct taped shut. She was taped down to a bed and the camera holder Mm -hmm. was coming at her with a knife. Okay, so what I'm getting from you is that in Amanda's mind, these two things were very intertwined. Yes. Super sexualized violence. Yeah. And Rex shared that. Mm-hmm. I, it's just Rex doesn't have a Tumblr or that I could find. Gotcha. So neither had good childhoods either. So Amanda's parents had both been in prison in and out occasionally throughout her childhood. And Amanda herself had been put into psychiatric hospitals twice. Mm-hmm. Rex's father was abusive growing up. And when he was 15, Charlie, the father, gave him drugs and rex got a opioid addiction Mm -hmm. rex couldn't really control it because the main thing about drug addictions is if you don't have a support system you can't really grow from it Mm -hmm. and amanda loved him in her own weird sick way but as many times as she begged him not to do drugs and to get clean, he just never really could. Okay. So in April 2014, Rex and Amanda fought over Rex's drug addiction and it actually led to them separating and Rex went to go live with Charlie, his abusive drug providing father. Can I ask real quick, like, where these people live in general? Virginia. Okay, thank you. Yes. They live in Virginia. So, that was in April 2014. Then in August 2014, Charlie was found... I'm sorry. Rex was found hanging in Charlie's shed. Ah. The cause of death was ruled a suicide. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see anybody contesting that, but I couldn't find many details but so you're thinking it could have been this is completely conjecture on my part okay um but i did see an article from rex's mom saying that she had just spent the evening with rex the night before and he was the happiest he had ever been Mm. while on one hand 
yes, people who are about to die by suicide, they generally try to put up a front until the final moment, you know? But the thing she said made me think she had doubt that it was suicide. Okay. So I was like, hmm, was it actually? But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Rex did this on his son's seventh birthday. Yeah. Okay. So that was kind of really rough for Amanda, mm-hmm. as you can imagine. So later, people were in talking to Amanda's mother. And Amanda's mother said that when she told Amanda, or when Amanda heard the news, she was obviously devastated. Her mother told news stories, stations, people, whatever, that Amanda never grieved over it. Her eyes just went empty. She's just shut down. Essentially. Okay. Amanda blamed Charlie for Rex's death. And Charlie, again, is Rex's father. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, saying that he provided him with drugs and didn't care about Rex. She often told people that she wanted to kill Charlie in revenge. Okay. After Rex's death, Sean Ball, a friend of both Rex and Amanda, came into the picture. Sean had a crush on Amanda. Mm-hmm. And I guess his thought process was oh, she's grieving, and if I'm there for her, she'll fall in love with me next. I mean, was it intentional like that? Yes, he okay, had... Because okay. I hear stories about people who bond over their shared grief, and they become romantic partners, but... No, it was well known within their little circle that Sean had a crush on Amanda. Okay. And he actually even lied to her saying that he was in the special forces in the Navy and that he had a body count of over 100 because he knew that she was into serial killers and thought it would impress her. Oh, all this is so disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It doesn't stop being disturbing. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We're just getting started. All right. Okay. So on March 9th, 2015, she posted a poem. And I'm going to read you the poem. It's by Ashley R. Graves. Real love is not flowery. Real love is tragic. And that, I think, is the beauty of it all. So she shared a photo of that poem with the caption of 3-27-2015 in Roman numerals. The gun emoji, the black heart emoji, the gun emoji. What's significant about that date? 3-27-20... Well, 3-27 is Rex and Amanda's birthdays. Oh, okay. So they were both born on March 27th, and 2015 was the year that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, then, on March 27th, 2015, Amanda went to Rex's grave and attempted suicide. She survived, checked herself into a hospital to get help. Okay. So after she attempted, she was able to go to the hospital by herself, check herself in, But then on April 1st, the hospital released her despite her protests and her own, her mother's protests. So both Amanda and her mother were like, no, don't release her. And yet the hospital released her. Can they do that? I mean, I guess. I I guess guess so. Why, why did they, is there a reason they gave? I mean, she had healed from the actual attempt and I guess they were like, okay, 
get out, but Amanda knew she wasn't well, you know? Okay. Three days later, Amanda and Sean load Sean's car up with guns and bullets. This is April 4th, 2015, which is exactly one year from when Amanda and Rex separated. Mm -hmm. They loaded Sean's car with guns, bullets, and drove to Charlie's house in Toronto, Virginia. Okay. Amanda made them wait until 327 to enter the building. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Amanda entered under the guise of collecting Easter money for her kids because it was right around Easter. Was it 327 a.m.? PM. Okay. In the afternoon. Because I was about to say, um, no, you cannot come in. <laughs> <laughs> no. In the afternoon. Uh, but Charlie brought up Rex. Mm-hmm. And while the exact conversation is unknown, it's assumed that he was trying to say, it's not my fault, Rex died. Mm-hmm. And so Amanda just kind of snapped. Granted, they had planned this ahead of time. So she took out a knife and stabbed Charlie 31 times, aiming for the face and the chest. Charlie fought back, grabbing Amanda's hair, but he wasn't able to keep her off of him. Then Sean stepped in and beat Charlie's head in with a tire iron until he died. So the way it ended up happening, so Amanda stabbed him a couple times And Charlie was able to grab her hair and he grabbed a hold of the knife. And that's when Sean realized that Amanda might get hurt. Mm -hmm. So that's when he swooped in and did the finishing blow to Charlie. And then Amanda continued to stab him. After he was dead. After he was already dead. Okay. Yes. So there was a lot of anger there. Yes. So it was Sean who killed charlie but it was really amanda who went crazy yeah yeah Yeah. um and the mortician did say that 11 of the stabs on their own would have been enough to kill charlie Mm -hmm. so even if he he would have eventually died anyways i think both can be charged with murder yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh yeah i did want to i know i said this already but sean the only reason he stabbed in was because he didn't want Amanda to get hurt. Well, I mean, okay, question. Well, mm. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, if that's what he's telling future police, yeah, of course he's going to say that. Right. There's something that happens later that kind of makes me... Lean he, toward the he, size that he was telling the truth? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, uh, Charlie also took care of his own father, who was um, in bed... Like, he was bedbound, He was mm-hmm. sick. So Charlie was the carer for him. Amanda wanted to kill his father, Charlie's father. But Sean was able to talk her out of it. Mm-hmm. Then, this is why she's known as the selfie killer. Amanda then took a selfie photo with the knife in her hand. With Charlie's body slumped on the couch in the background covered in blood. What did she do with this selfie? Do you want to see the photo first? I'm okay with seeing the photo. Yet. Okay. So that's the self. Like, she's wearing makeup. She's doing a duck face. Yeah. And she has the knife. And he's just dead in the background. 
the, no. I'm, I'm happy the, with this. I'm, I'm happy that in this photo I can't actually make out his body. Yes. Yeah. I, I was about to say, no, the photo I'm showing you is blurred and cropped. Yes. Very particularly. Yes. Um, that being said, please swivel that back around to you. <laughs> so she then posted the photo to her Instagram, which is private. I tried to follow it, but I was not given permission like, because you have to accept somebody's request yeah. to follow. Um, but I did not get permission within time. But it is being run by somebody for her while she's in prison. Which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You weren't following it to be a fan. You were following oh, it right. to. I just want to put that out yeah. there for people no. who might be like, huh? <laughs> no, I was doing it for research purposes because this one photo was one of the photos that was released but there's other photos and other captions that I would rather take from a primary source rather than from an article that said this was the caption. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to do that. So I'm relying on these news articles to be accurate of what the captions were. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to assume that they are. Yeah. Yeah. So the photo that I just showed you, Robin, was posted to her Instagram with the caption... I stabbed my father-in-law to death because he destroyed my husband. So how quickly was she arrested after that? It takes another day-ish. Like, we're going to get to, yeah. It just seems to me that that's, Mm -hmm. get that person, I don't know. Yeah, so, but then, get this, she sent the photo to a woman who ran a true crime blog what? Asking her to post the photo onto her blog and to tell Amanda's story. What did the woman do? Because I know what I would have done. She said, hell no. Yeah. I'm calling the police, right? That's exactly what okay, she did. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> so the blogger wants to stay anon- anonymous, okay? So we don't yeah. have her name. Yeah. I'm going to call her Vanessa for the points of not having to. I like that name. Thank you. Me too. Originally, I was going to call her Taylor, and then I realized, wait, that's Amanda's last name, so that could get confusing. Yes, that would. Yes. I actually completely forgot Amanda's last name. Me too. Okay. (laughs) So, Amanda asked Vanessa to post the photo to her blog. Vanessa refused and immediately called the cops. Mm -hmm. Amanda and Vanessa actually spoke on the phone several times that day and the following day. So, Amanda would... How did Amanda get her number? So, I'm guessing it was like... The blog phone number where you can call in things. I don't know. Yeah, we don't have that. We No, we don't. <laughs> I don't think we want that. <laughs> but, but basically, Amanda had several burner phones. So she would call Vanessa and just kind of rant to her and tell her story and be like, post my story. And then she would hang up and like throw the phone away. And then from the next burner phone... She would call Vanessa again. Okay. Yeah. So right now I'm feeling very bad for Vanessa. Oh, 100%. I turn that. I would disconnect that number. <laughs> well, Vanessa's thought process was, I need to save people. I need to talk this lady down. Which That's is a not very... on you, sweetie. That's yeah. not on you. But she was kind of feeling the guilt of if I don't do anything, more people are going to die. Which is not on her it's at all. It's not on you. But it was very But it's a admirable. hard situation. Yes. 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 All to that very... I, mm. And it's because of Vanessa that Amanda was caught. 
Okay, good. Good. good Spoil good. alert. But <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yes. After killing Charlie, Amanda and Sean fled from the house, mm-hmm. filled the tank of the car, bought more bullets, even though they didn't use any, and then on the same day, Amanda posted her final post to her Tumblr. At 5.26 p.m., she posted a link to the song Sweet Jane by the Cowboy Junkies with the caption, All For You Rex, black heart emoji. I'm not gonna, but you'll listen to the song, especially not on air, but let me just read you one stanza of it. So this stanza is, you're waiting for Jimmy down in the alley, waiting there for him to come back home, waiting down on the corner and thinking of ways to get back home. Sweet Jane, sweet Jane, oh, sweet, sweet Jane. Okay. So... In all of her posts, she has, like, this theme of she's doing this for Rex, and she's going to find her way back to Rex. Okay. So, it's kind of clear. I'll get to a few more posts. Actually, very next post. Okay. So, then on her Instagram, she took a photo of a gun in her lap, and she posted it, and then captioned it. All right, it's about that time. I'm going to find my husband in hell and finally be at peace. I love you, mom, and my beautiful crazies. That's her kids. I know you'll give them the life I couldn't, I just couldn't after everything. Mariah, her best friend, I'll always love you and those monsters. I can't apologize because I'm finally going to be free. So, that sounds like a suicide note to me. Yes. She 100% was basically, I believe her thought process, again, this is just my conjecture, was her and she and Rex have always fantasized about becoming serial killers. Mm -hmm. So, she wants to become a serial killer and then kill herself so that she can, in Rex's name, live out their dream quotations and then commit suicide so she can join him. I just feel very bad thinking back to the fact that she knew she needed to be... Hospitalized. Yeah, and she wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they spent the night in Tennessee, and Amanda became determined to go from killer to serial killer. Okay. She felt like she hadn't done enough. So... Sean was starting to have doubts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think? Mm-hmm. So he was starting to maybe think that this wasn't all worth it to impress some girl. And maybe she was a little too insane for him. However, he was kind of like too deep into it at this point. So Amanda pulled over to a rest stop on the Blue Ridge Parkway, which is in North Carolina. And she saw two women who were just at the rest stop on their travels and she decided they were going to be their next targets. She told Sean that she would go up to them, befriend them, find a way to get them back to their car, Sean's car. And Sean was to wait inside the car. And when they got close enough, shoot the two girls. And so two girls, how old were, were girls or women or what? I I believe I didn't get exact 
they were kept anonymous, yeah. the victims. But I believe from the phrasing of all the websites I found, I would say in the 18 to early 20s range. Okay. Yeah. So luckily for the girls, though, Sean backed down at the last second. So Amanda was able to befriend them, get them over to her uh, Sean's car. But then Sean was like, no, I'm not going to shoot them. Wait, and then, I'm sorry, did Sean say, no, I'm not going to shoot them? I don't think he phrased it exactly like that, but he... It was enough that the girls were like, oh, crap, they're planning on killing us. And they got in their cars and were able to drive away. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm just, as, as a person who has been a uh, 18 to early 20s on the Blue Ridge Parkway with friends, I'm just imagining just being at one of those restaurants and having that oh, shit moment. Well, I would like to put this into perspective for you, Robin. Um, this is happening in April of 2015. Do you recall what we were doing in April of 2015? We were getting ready school. to graduate for high school. So it was a- around that time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just to put it into perspective for you. Yep, yep, yep. One state away. Perspective has been gained. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want that necessarily, but I have it now. Yes. Is this Ikea? Yes. It looks like my desk. Yeah, Robin's talking about the table. (laughs) (laughs) Very randomly. I've just been looking at it. Yes, it is Ikea. Okay. It's too high to be a writing desk, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I got the new desk. This is my old desk. Your new desk is nice. My new desk is nice. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> aside um, over. Aside. Oh, yes. Aside inside. Sorry. I don't know. So, angry at his betrayal, Amanda told Sean, I want you to know before you die that I used you for your guns and your car and I hope you die. She then shot him in the face and left him to die on the side of the road after taking another selfie with his body. That selfie she then posted to her Instagram. Wait, did he die? I'll get to that in a second. Uh, She posted that photo of herself with his body on Instagram with the caption, Everything I did was for the right reasons. I stabbed my father-in-law to death because he destroyed my husband with drugs, depression. I wasn't the perfect wife, but this was one last good thing I could do for Rex. I don't care... What anyone thinks, I loved Rex more than the world. This was for you, heart. Sean's dead, but I finally have closure with Rex after Charlie. If you keep looking for me, more will die. Just let me get to the lace. To the lace? Just let me get to the the lace. Is there a lake? No, there's no lace. Lake. I don't know. I may have put a typo in there. (laughs) <laughs> but look place okay oh okay just let me get to the place rex and i always wanted and i'll be free without having to kill more till we rot rex till we fucking rot heart how has instagram not taken down this account yet i think it's one of those things where they're like getting information from the point posts so they kind okay. of need it to stay up so that yeah. they can find her you know Amanda was then on the lookout for her next victim. While she was driving, she called Vanessa, the blogger, and asked for advice as to what to do. Hello, um, turn yourself in. <laughs> well, that's essentially what Vanessa said. Um, later, when she was being interviewed, 
Vanessa said this was a life or death situation and she's saying that she's going to kill more innocent people. Something inside of me just snapped and I felt if I could talk her down, I could save one life, it will be worth it. Yeah. Vanessa. So while trying to talk Amanda down, Vanessa was notifying the authorities of her location. This is so good of her. I'm just so I know. concerned. Like, I mean, I know all this happened a while ago. I'm just, I'm, because imagine if she has your phone number, who knows what contact she has on you. Right. And she has developed this, I'm going to call it a fixation. Mm-hmm. I would not want to be in that situation. Nope. Mm-mm. There okay. is a reason I do not answer the phone numbers of people not in my contacts list. So what you're saying is nobody should make you their emergency contact. Nope. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but while trying to... Um, no, da, 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 I'm da. sorry. Is this the reason you don't answer phone No. <laughs> it's because I get a lot of spam calls. That's okay, why. Okay. Um, so while she was trying to talk Amanda down, Vanessa was notifying the authorities and they were able to get her approximate location. Then they were able to find her using gas station cameras. So Amanda was on the phone with Vanessa when the cops threw some spikes on the road and they were, Amanda drove over the spikes, popped the tires and they pulled her out of the car. Amanda later complained. She said, I wasn't even able to put the car in park or undo my seatbelt. They just went in and yanked me out. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when um Dennis Rader. Uh, BTK. Yeah. At BTK when he was like, why did you lie about the floppy disk? We were trying to catch you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so she was pulled out of the car and arrested in North Carolina. Mm. When they asked her why she killed Charlie, she told investigators, I just wanted Charlie to feel the pain I felt. That's the most alive I've ever felt since Rex died. She also said that she used a knife because she wanted Charlie to see who had killed him. She also said something along the lines. I didn't put this quote in here, but it felt good. I know that's bad, but it felt good. I was happy, really happy. (sighs) Yeah. She smiled in her mugshot. She laughed during her investigation, including like she was like tucking her hair behind her ears and she was smiling while she was talking about how she was stabbing Charlie and she was just like doing the motions in the air. Yeah. And she said, I was very happy. I was very happy just to finally get all this build up hate and anger and all those feelings out on him. It's overkill, but I was just free. Oh. Okay. So Amanda was tried, obviously. Yeah, she was put into a courtroom. She admitted to everything. She asked for the death penalty because she believed that would be the best thing for her kids. But honestly, she has she wanted to die, you know? Mm-hmm. And However, she pled not guilty. And I didn't see this, again, conjecture, point three. I know that if you plead guilty, it's a plea bargain. Mm -hmm. And so you might get let off a little easier. So I think her thought process was, if I plead not guilty, they'll punish me more, essentially. Mm -hmm. So she admitted to everything in the courtroom, though. And she believed that it was best for her kids if she was given the death penalty. 
The jury took only 25 minutes to find her guilty to the first degree murder, and she was sentenced to life in prison in November 2015. Okay. So there's two twists. One of them, you already predicted, Robin, and the second one, you would never be able to predict. Okay, so the first one, Sean's alive. Yes. Okay. Sean survived. He made a full recovery, so the bullet grazed his jaw, and there was a lot of blood because it's a head wound, Mm. and the pain made him pass out, so that's why she thought he was dead. Yeah, so she didn't bother to check if he was alive or not. To be honest, if I was him and, like, came to and she was still kind of hanging there, I would not move. Nope. No, 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 no. No, no, no. But he was still in hot water. Just because he killed another guy. Yeah. So he accepted a plea date. He accepted a play date. (laughs) (laughs) He accepted a plea deal to second degree murder and was sentenced to 60 years in prison in March 2016. He showed remorse, and he said, the thing I guess I can't em- emphasize enough is the remorse that I have for it. Like, the guilt that I have to live with every day of this happening in my life. Due to his behavior and his remorse, his sentence was lessened from 60 years to 41 years and one month. Okay. And then he would be on probation for 10 years or something like that. Yeah. So, he survived. He went to court. He got found guilty it was a plea Mm -hmm. deal um so he was being punished for it but he regretted everything now what's the twist i wouldn't expect oh my gosh what is it amanda admitted that prior to this she had reached out to none other than isis oh my god no i didn't (laughs) i didn't see that one coming so on her tumblr she actually has several posts, like, glorifying terrorists, school shooters, uh, romanticizing school shooters, murderers. She was one of the Dahmer chicks, you know? Um, oh, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, we're, yeah. Even so, if Jeffrey Dahmer's in the South, I never want to cover him. Yeah. I saw a thing and I never want to know. Yeah. 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 Um, So she reached out to ISIS on social media, and she says she insists that she was not trying to join them. She just wanted to reach out and talk to them. She said, I wasn't trying to join ISIS. I wasn't going to blow anything up in the name of, you know, I just had this weird obsession with it for a minute, and I tried to reach out, but obviously nothing happened from it. Oh, my God. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a part of it. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, like, that's honestly not really something you could predict, I believe. No, in fact, if I did, that'd be kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree with that statement. Okay. But yeah, that is the selfie killer. Thank you for sharing. That yeah, was you're a, welcome. That was a ride. That was a, that was a lot. That Yeah, and I'm sorry, I feel like I blew through that. It was... I knew I had heard this story before, mm-hmm. but this is probably what my blog post is going to be about. But being able to just scroll through her Tumblr, mm-hmm. it just, it was a look into the mind of a killer that I don't necessarily think I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the bits and pieces that you decided to share mm-hmm. all disturbed me. Yeah. So. 
Um, I'm not going to say her Tumblr post, uh, her Tumblr blog name out loud, but I do want to say that it's actually a reference to BTK. Really? Yeah. Like the name of it. I'm going to bleep this out, Robin. Okay. It's called... .tumblr.com. Get out of here with that. I don't want that. Yes. So that was the name of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not great. No. No. She obviously has severe mental issues yes uh and again i feel incredibly bad that there was a system out there that let her out Mm -hmm. when she knew and her mom knew my guess is they knew Mm -hmm. that she should not be let out and the fact that like when they separated he was he went to his father's house when his father was the abuser like i feel like he could have I don't know, just him going to his father's house. It's like, why did you go there? But at the same time, I can't help but wonder if if Rex hadn't died by suicide, if maybe in a few more years we would have heard a story of a serial killer couple, you know? I mean, it could have happened. We don't know... Because, I mean, we don't have an insight into his mind the way we have an insight into her mind. Right. I feel like for her, it was inevitable. It it kind of sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. Those poor kids. I mean, it it was inevitable without the proper treatment. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, she was denied. And she wasn't in a good environment, so I really don't think she would have gotten that support. And you're right. And the poor kids. Poor Uh, kids. That's terrifying. And... I guess the best hope you have is that they know very little about the whole thing and are yeah. told very little about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her son was eight by the time this whole thing concluded. Mm. And so Mariah, her best friend, was the only person she ever apologized to. So the whole court day, she was laughing, whatever. But when she got her sentence, she turned to Mariah and was like, I'm so sorry. And then that was it. That was the only person she apologized to, showed remorse to. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. That that was what... And, like, she mentioned Mariah specifically in one of her posts, too. So I, I wish I could have gotten more insight into that relationship, honestly. Because mm-hmm. there's something there. It sounds intense. Yeah. Maybe Mariah was going to take care of her kids after that. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But that's my story. Well, thank you for sharing. You're very welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, if you liked today's episode, please like, subscribe, rate, and review, and tell a friendo because that is the best way to get the word out about the podcast you like to listen to. Yes, and if you want to see my sources and my show notes and my blog, please... Your blog. My blog. Yeah. <laughs> please go to hauntedhospitality.podcast.com. No. Nope. <laughs> hauntedhospitality.wordpress.com there it is yes and if you want to tell us your own spooky story whether that be true crime paranormal whatever have you please send that to hauntedhospitalitypodcast at gmail.com and you can find us on twitter at haunted hosts you can also find us everywhere else on the interwebs at haunted hospitality some examples include facebook instagram and tiktok we would love to see you there yes stay Stay spooky. spooky